0: to our podcast listeners I thought it would be fun to do a bonus show where you could hear what we're doing over at DPK TV we're doing three shows live streamed each month there's been live music and uh, some real revelations from David Thomas who hosts the show Um, this is one of the shows from last month and if you like what you hear and want to put the pictures to the sounds then you can join us at patreon.com slash where
1: our paths on a counter, dear. Every home that we see reminds us of the stack of three at a highway and me.
2: The Soup Show. Well, okay, group, uh, how we are? <laughs> anyway, this evening, Kirsty, say hello.
0: Hello. All
2: right, everybody said hello. This is an interesting Shoop show. Shoop show tonight because Shoop show. show. Because almost everything we've got here has been contributed by by fans and that's that's good with me i like that because uh you know i'm a fan of the band too you know and kirstie doesn't even know it but i've got mr delay back on now i got Mister delay back on but it's not i don't think it's i don't think it's obstructive to the sound but um i can turn it up i don't know anyway uh what do we got on tonight Kirsty?
0: Well, tonight we have a fan video that I found a while ago, which I adore, which is Ubua Eric's. And I have put It some has to
2: be said that it's really cool. The last time we played Liverpool, actually the town versus outside of it, I told our booking agent, there's a real cool underground scene here. They all showed up at the show and we ought to come back to this town. We ought to come back, of course. We never did, except somewhere out on the other side of the river. About and that's another story. Well, we'll the ta- other side of the river is always another story.
0: We'll talk about uh, his. Video. Mr. Squeaky Chair is back tonight, <laughs> Mr. Squeaky Chair. Um, and we have the live perf- one of the live performances that you did with the Holy Soul and uh the master of the universe single yes um, now
2: now the holy holy soul is a band from australia i think they're from melbourne and i only wish they they were in england because i would play with them a whole lot more it was really quite an enjoyable experience they had me over there and we we played a few shows together and uh we made this record master of the universe and um I I did the whole thing out of time on purpose, but I'm not sure they thought it was on purpose. And I'm not sure they knew what to do with it. So they fixed me, you know, but they're one of the few people in the world that I I would uh, I would allow to fix me. But anyway, they got a lot of these singles, you know,
0: and they're in Australia. But um, what the hell? And then we have Lyric Library. We really need jingles for these things. But we have Lyric Library and Alex Faulkner. <laughs> Lyric Library. Alex Faulkner has actually travelled to Dungeness.
2: Dungeness!
1: <laughs> so he's watching us from Dungeness tonight.
0: <laughs> And he's done a, a lyric library, as has Ian, but apparently he's happier this time.
2: Yes, I noticed that because uh, we were—we were. Our code name for Ian was the what is it? The angry. <laughs> the Scott? angry Scott. The angry Scott. <laughs> I said, "Is there another angry Scott <laughs> video come through?" And. So I, I don't know if he, he picked up the vibe or something, because I don't think we ever referred to him as the angry Scott on the, on the air. But. I do
0: think he's got his tongue slightly in his cheek yeah. with his video. but yeah. um, well, And then I'm we right. finish off with a very rare um, piece that I found that was directed by Chuck Statler of you and Jim Jones.
2: Yeah, that was back when Jim and I were doing a, a tour, of uh, a, a press tour of... Sort of a, that, was, that was the origin of the, the petite ubu upload that we had, download that we had at the old hairpin.com. We, we traveled the country and uh, would do shows at radio stations and this thing and that thing. And Chuck Statler is an old Clevelander, or maybe he's from Akron, I don't know. We don't hold that against him. And um, he did the, uh, er, er, all the early Devo videos, and he put this video together. You know, it's part of a big show. You'll see the intros and outros on it. it, it was, he was, he was um, trying to market this sort of, uh, I don't know, vaudeville show. I'm not sure what it was. But um, this is the segment that we recorded for him.
0: And we have Mudslide Steve and Junkyard Jack in the house who are going to play us out of the show. Oh,
2: that's good, 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 good. Okay, good. Well, as like I said, I, I'm i real happy that we're, we're getting a lot of these things. And do send more in, and we'll make an appeal to you later. All right.
0: All right, well, let's say hello to people who are in the house. That's Mudslide Steve, David Hirsch, Junkyard Jack, Chris Gillard, Marcus Porte, Alex Faulkner, Jeff Economy, Tony Franks, uh, Max and Bill Janoff, Dominique Lancelot, Ian Thompson, Walter Mofka, Lee Wachner from a smoky California, Peter Sweeney. Oh, we Sage, got a
2: surprise for you later, Lee. <laughs> Jeff
0: Economy. So why don't we kick off with this? I love this song, Ubu at Eric's. Oh, is this Ubu at Eric's?
2: Oh, okay. I was going to hit the wrong button. players. probably Americans don't know, Eric's was the club that was the what was that place the Beatles started out at?
0: Oh, the Cavern was The it? Cavern,
2: yeah, it's the place that replaced the Cavern and it was a mainstay of the Liverpool scene for a long time long, long, long time, anyway and uh, I thought it was interesting. And I do like that song I may cover that song
0: It's good isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and the original uh, video that he did had a lot of the UK riots that were going on at the time. I mean, as teenagers, we rioted good. We were very, very oppressed under the Thatcher government, and there was riots well, weekly, basically. I mean, it was quite a time to be living in this country, so it was nice that he included that, because, of course, that was the UK punk explosion when when you guys were touring here quite extensively.
2: Well, I... I, I uh, <coughs> yeah, well... I've just put together the page for all of the concerts Ubu ever did that I can find. There's a lot I still can't find. And I don't know, there must be a thousand dates on there. Well, if I do a cover of Ubu at Eric's, I could do a thousand covers. (laughs) Ubu at Tiffany's, Ubu at etc. You get the point. But um, fortunately, I don't have that kind of patience.
0: Well, we'll say hello to Charlie Don't Serve, Sean Lonergan in Providence, David Hirsch, hello to David and Mudslide Steve. So yeah, a year ago today, um, the English guys were at the uh, Long Goodbye gig in London, it seems like years ago, David.
2: Yeah, okay, well, that's thrilling.
0: So it'll probably be the shortest tour ever, as it was all cut short with no further dates, thanks to the well,
2: things are things continue to get even more desperate. Maybe we'll talk about that. Would you want to mention that about the YouTube? I, I,
0: I, well, yes, Facebook is, is, as well, Orchard. Let's get this straight. This isn't about Facebook. This is about the middlemen. I don't know whether you listened to David's radio show on Soho Radio, but he said, welcome to freedom. Um, but the middlemen are muscling back They're in. They're fighting back. Yep. So Facebook has now been told that live streaming is going to be heavily policed. And um, this is down to, you've probably seen a lot of Peribu videos are put up there by Orchard, which is the basic sort of... Sweeping, Middleman. It's the sweeping service that checks that nobody's playing our music, even though they don't actually pull it down. They just put adverts on it. So they get money. We don't. They get lots of money. Um, So that's going to be happening more and more now. People are trying to reclaim. So we're looking. We think we've done it the right way by going through Patreon. And um, I think you'll see a lot of people selling expensive gigs because they're now thinking they have to pay middlemen. You don't. You can do it our way and you can keep it cheap and free and don't
2: pay the middleman anything ever no nope. <laughs> it's we're free we don't need the middleman anymore but they're gonna fight back they're gonna keep struggling hanging on with bloodied fingernails
0: well i don't know whether we've got trent marsden uh he said he was going to try and and uh watch the show although it's 4 a.m in australia uh, we'll talk about him afterwards again because he joined in with the chit-chat of the radio show live as it was happening on Facebook. Um, but let's see the live performance of when you played with them. I can't even... I don't this even... is
2: when I played with them. I don't know how many years ago it was. I who. What does it matter? Anyway, there's the holy soul and me somewhere in Australia at some point. Chauncey Ledoux, I think your name is...
1: I got that. I'm giving him a name de plume. A nom de guerre, a soup de jour. Give me something that's round the corner. Give me something round the corner. to lose
2: Surprise ending there. I think you had to cut something, didn't you? I did. Yeah. What, did I do something?
0: No, no, no. You, can watch. you went. You zigged into Memphis.
2: Oh. Well, wasn't that any good?
0: Well, yeah, but then we wouldn't have had enough time for all the other things.
2: Oh, everybody always cutting me, cutting me. Anyway, that was Holy Soul and me... Down in Australia at some point in the vaguely near recent past, and uh, did you travel there just for that gig? I can't remember. I don't think so. I think I was, I don't know. I think I was down there for um, one of the Hal Wilner things, who sadly passed away not so long ago. Um, that that sea chanty thing, where where when we did it at the that Sydney Opera House and. Uh, they all, and the Sydney Opera House was outraged that all of these songs were about, were, were sort of disgusting, you know. And you know, and Al Wilner said, yeah, they're pirate and sailor songs. What do you think? These guys are upstanding citizens? You know, no, they're all grubby and kind of dirty, you know. Come on.
0: To be honest, pirates set up the first democracies, didn't they? Well, I don't know. I you mean, know, this they've is a, I, they, they've. This is.
2: I don't want to get into that. <laughs> but um, well, it, I, you know, but um, so then then I used the opportunity to do some shows with them, and I really have to say that's a. I I like that. that that's my favorite version, probably of. Heart of Darkness. I, I I wish we had recorded that and put that out. You know that's that's really I I really quite enjoy that. Um, anyway, they got uh, we're gonna see we're gonna hear mass. You're gonna see here, master of the universe next. And this video that Kirstie put to master of the universe is not from the Holy Soul, and it it's it's okay, but it's sort of one of these uh, fantasy world gaming sort of things that. Are very popular, but I I have no.
0: But it's on the version of free because it was completely made using. No, I, I don't want
2: to criticize it. It's just yeah, that something just that I don't personally have any affinity for. I mean, you know, fantasy gaming is is uh, you know what what the hell? Learn programming code or something. If you... <laughs>
0: Anyway, I think it's rather beautiful, and you can find the album. Please buy it. Sam apparently has got quite a few in his garage. So uh, you can find them on Bandcamp, and you just put in The Holy Soul, and I'm sure they'd sign it for you too. Robert has some at UBoutique USA as well. But shall we look at the video I quite like for Master of the Universe? It's a bit different to a Perubu song, but you're not in Perubu. You're well, with the not, Holy Soul. I
2: like the song. It's just that... Uh
0: First time he's criticized one into of my gaming, videos. You
2: know, into fantasy world nonsense. But anyway, that's that's just me. All right, here we go. This is a uh, me and Holy Soul doing the single Master of the Universe. Nope. What's the name of this town? Hey, are you? Well, the duck on your head! No, uh, that wasn't it. Let me see if I can press.
0: We nearly got Happy Ian by mistake.
2: This might happen again. Let me just see what's going on. There we go. Soul with David Thomas, and I believe Robert uh, Robert Wheeler is on that, isn't he?
0: That's his name, Robert Wheeler. And yes, Bandcamp, The Holy Soul. But
2: it, Robert is on that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, okay. So if you buy it from him, he can sign it for you. And well, yeah,
2: I'm a professional signer, but you know, one does get tired of being the only one that's the signer.
0: All right, let's go through some questions. David Hirsch.
2: Oh, I'd just like to say again, I have become very nostalgic for Holy Soul. I'm really glad we did that. They were a, they were really extremely
0: extremely talented and uh, a, a good good gig. All right. David Hirsch asks, do you have a favorite David Lynch film?
2: Oh. Well, number one, I don't know any of the titles, and so I suppose I don't have a favorite one because I can't tell you a title of any of them. I like that that one, all that stuff from that big movie. I can't remember the name of the big movie.
0: (laughs) Blue Velvet,
2: isn't it Blue Velvet? I don't know.
0: You tell me off all the time for not remembering names. Well, I. Yeah, well,
2: the number of names I remember versus the number of names you remember, you know, are not comparable. True. But okay,
0: let's go. Um, Chris Gillard says, do you have a favorite red wine? And he uh, suggests Argentinian Malbec.
2: Jeez. Uh, well, no, I don't have a favorite wine because I don't remember names. Um, I've had some really very marvelous wines out on the road, usually in France or Italy, I imagine. Though I think I anyway, and um, and I've said to myself, well, this is really good, you know, but um, I don't remember that sort of stuff. It's just wine. It's just it just gets pumped down the throat and pumped out the sweat glands.
0: Luckily, not so much nowadays, so I get to take it back to the hotel and finish it off on yeah, my Yeah,
2: well, outside. we haven't had a away tour in uh, forever. I mean, I had a rare day. I, this is a, I had a day out today. I had to go to the hospital for, for something unrelated to the other thing, um, something about my hand that they're going to fix. Um, and that's it's the second day out I've had in the last six months. You know, I, I've been in heavy-duty lockdown here and um and i treated him to a greg's and and we went to greg's and i got a i got a little baguette sandwich and a donut greg's donut that was a real thrill for me and then we drove down the sea road and tried to park somewhere but there was nowhere to park and that was the end of my day out it was like a day in
0: the country Alex Faulkner says, "Have you got any thoughts on the musical and lyrical legacy of Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band?"
2: Do I have any thoughts? Uh, I don't know. I suppose if I had to have a thought, I'd have one. Um, just, you know, I don't. You know, what what can I say about Captain Beefheart that is in any way relevant to just about anything? I, you know. Uh, you know i think the thing that you know number one i, I get these comparisons to Art all the time and we really don't have that much in common i mean uh, he was very heavy duty into the blues and my, you know i'm i love the blues but not to that degree and not to that time frame and uh so uh, the thing that Captain Beefheart, I think the the legacy of Beefheart is that he, he opened possibilities, you know, all of a sudden, I remember the first time, I very clearly remember the first time I ever heard him, it was on the Hot Rats album, and I was, I was into Zappa at the time, and that was the new album that had come out, and I just went down and bought it, and put it on and then all of a sudden Willie the pimp comes on and I'm thinking this guy, this guy's, you know, and I looked to see who it was that was singing and on and on and on. You know, the, the thing about Beefheart I think that, that lives on is the fact that, you know, there's a big neon sign saying you don't have to be like everybody else. You can do something different, you know, and here's, here's, the, here's the marker. You know and and you got to see if you can you you can live up to this marker um, so I think that's the that's the main thing obviously I you know I I heard Willie the pimp and then I bought every beef art album I could lay my hands on the next day I went down to the record store again and bought it all and to this day my favorite album is the Still, is um, the Mirror Man album. Um, uh, but I, you know, no, I, Trout Mask was just out, or I can't remember. It was recent, and I, I bought Trout Mask. Trout Mask was the first one of his I, I took home to listen to, and that was clearly a work of genius. Um, again, though, it's interesting because. Though Trout Mask is a huge road sign in my past, um, it's not an album I listen to a lot. It's a work of utter, utter genius, but it's not as enjoyable to listen to. You know, if I want to listen to something and, you know, boogie down in my living room, I listen to, you know kick out the jams or, or Taj Mahal or something like that, you know, or Almond Brothers band, Marshall Tucker band, you know, I like that Southern boogie stuff. Um, ZZ top, cheese ZZ top. And I'm going to say it again in case you missed it. ZZ top, you know, I'm sure I've listened to that. Those albums more, much more than Beefart, fart, but Beefart fart, Trump mask rather affected me clearly to another degree, on another level.
0: Max has just commented that you did pick up the musette, so that may have been an influence.
2: Yeah, I pick up stuff that's easy to play.
0: <laughs> so, um, shall we get on with the first Lyric Library, which is from uh, Alex Faulkner?
2: What was that, Alex Faulkner? Let well? me look to see what my number is. Okay, well, we're gonna see Alex Faulkner and Lyric Library. What's
1: the name of this town? Hey, are you? With well, a duck on your head. What's the, name of this town? Uh, what's the name of this town? What's the name of this town? What's the name of this town? What's the name of. What's the name of. This town? Have you heard about this house? Inside,
3: a thousand voices talk, and that talk echoes around and around, the windows reverberate, the walls have ears, a thousand saxophone voices talk. You should hear how we syllogize, you should hear about how Babel fell and still echoes away, how we idolize, theorize, syllogize, in the dark, in the heart. All I hear is talk, all I hear is talk. Hear the sound of the, j- the jungle. In the dark, a thousand insect voices. Chicha, chicha, The sun goes up, goes over, goes down. I seek sleep, I sleep, I forget.
2: I forget. I hope I didn't cut him off there at the end. Kirstie's getting me a snack. No, she's not. I
0: was putting dinner on. But, yeah, that was the most, I think, poetry performance one we've had. It was really rather beautiful. What, that last lyric library? Yeah,
2: Yeah, no, I, I was just listening to it again as we were playing it down the line here in a... I, I was startled for a minute because he went into that effect thing. I think, oh geez, what's happened? Somebody's—I thought somebody has come in on the line. They're—they're—you they're, know, what is going on? And then so, I realized that this—I I remembered.
0: And um, we really need more of you to step up and do these lyric libraries because we don't mind what form they come in, but we just want to hear you say the words. If you don't want to do any visuals, that's fine too. I can find something to put it to but you know it, it's probably going to take quite a lot of you to be able to match angry I mean Happy Ian in Scotland but uh, I mean he's really stepped up this time he's, he's, he's got a, effects and everything so let's take a look at Happy Ian
1: Mr Happy what's the name of this town hey are you with well, a duck on your head What's the, name of this town? Uh, what's the name of this town? What's the name of this town? What's the name of this town? What's the name of? What's the name of this town?
4: And the radio, AM radio. Oh, the radio will set you free. <laughs> oh, my friends don't understand me. And my wife begins to fear that I've lost some sense of balance and I've lost the will to live. And I drive into the wilderness and I drive to fill a sense of purpose and I drive to find a perfect world where I hope to build a house. And I drive because I do what I want and I drive because I was born to drive radio, and I drive because every AM ghost AM, town AM, rising AM, in the dust AM, radio, feels, AM, feels feels like home to me set you free. and I drive to close an open wound radio, and I drive just to be alone radio, and I drive to hear radio, Tom Dooley radio, swearing to his faith that radio, must be nearly gone AM radio, AM radio, AM and I drive to find a river's edge And I, I, I drive to hear a woman crying And I drive because I want to I agree to pay the price And I drive to feed the ring of fire And I drive to be a one who knows And I drive to hear a worried man recount The things he always wanted to be And I drive because the angels Fly and I drive because I fear the coming of the night, the fearsome radio night. You free. I agree to pay the price. A M Radio will set you free.
2: What's the name
1: of this town?
2: Hey, are you? Okay, Okay. Okay. Mr. Happy Happy. checks in.
0: Yes, uh, Mudslide Steve, he is happy. Mudslide Steve is questioning (laughs) whether Ian is actually happy. But I think Ian himself, who is in the comments section, will confirm he was happy.
2: Or Or, or close enough. 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 It's something, you know, I, I I hear Ian doing these things, and I keep thinking to myself, you know, it would be much better if I had a Scottish accent, you know, if I was from... Glasgow or somewhere like that you know where they you know, they talk that way and um, I don't know about his way I don't know where he comes I don't know these accents over here it's everybody's so many accents and they all sound someday I'll do I'll grace you with my my English accent. I'd like to buy a cup of God. tea, please. It's
0: like fucking Mary Poppins. Um, David Hirsch says he's never been so menaced by a toy taxi. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lee says "Dark" is his son's favourite Pearybu track, and I got to say, um, I can't get the version from the Frico show out my head. That just stays with me when it was just you and Michelle, I think, on stage, and I love that, and I think you should do that again. I'll make right. that into... Uh, anyway, we are running out of time, but I'm going to run through some We're questions quickly. we running out of time. We got um, well, considering what we've got left to do, Peter Sage says, Ubu did a show or two in Eastern Australia a few years ago. Were they the first, or had you played over there before?
2: Uh, I think we did two or th- I think we did three songs there, uh, three, three shows there. Um when we were brought over for some festival, and we we did, a, we did a festival in New Zealand, which went bankrupt and was a big catastrophe. And I remember sitting in the lobby, you know, with all the bands who, and the, the promoter had just gone bankrupt that morning. And we were the only ones that it had insisted on being paid ahead of time and having all of our flights and everything paid for before we left. And I was thinking, geez, you know, Elvis Costello didn't get paid. You know, we got paid. Um, but anyway, it was, uh, and then we went on to Australia. I, you know, I, I'm not, my memory's not good for this stuff.
0: Colin Lawlor says he would love to see more collaborations maybe with David, uh, with Wire or the pop group. Oh,
2: the pop group.
0: Um, yeah, well,
2: uh, who knows? Some of those, there's a lot of people that live in, um, live in Brighton, but um, I don't really get out much. But yeah, we got some, in fact, we can talk about next week, we got some live music coming back here. And we were on the verge of announcing the first ever, uh, for us at least, uh, live broadcast show where we would have, um, I can't remember what the plan was. Well, the plan Cafe, was all right, you tell Cafe them.
0: Oto and uh, 20 people in the audience and having to pay a premium price but they'd get a very exclusive performance and then live streaming but then the government has done a Maximum of six
2: groups. Which so they just, The government has just changed ev- all the rules around two, three days ago.
0: In theory means we could do it, but they seem to think that there's a second wave coming. So we don't want people to buy tickets and then have to go through the whole refund thing again. But again, we were doing it on our own. No middlemen. You don't need it. Do it on your own if you're out there listening. But yes, next week we will have a guest performer in, which will be very exciting and hopefully will be in... Performer, six-
2: parentheses, Yes, in parentheses.
0: We're going to push the technology as much as we can. Uh, Dominique Lancelot. And we're
2: thinking of changing my living room into a studio slash... Underground nightclub. Yeah,
0: because so, you know, <laughs> there's but, nobody uh, living upstairs. Yeah. The woman who you wrote um, "Skid Row" on "Sea" about, wasn't it? She's she's moved out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she heard the song. Um, Dominique Lancelot says, "Any chance there will be more RFTT live or not live, or is that done with?"
2: Uh, no, we're not. We're not done with anything ever. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll. There's there's stuff you know that will. We'll manipulate, and uh, I'm sure we'll get desperate enough at some point, and we'll go. What about some more RFTT? You know, and uh, it'll it'll show. I mean, we're in this for the long haul. I don't know how long the long haul is, but if someday we'll have to show you all of the tapes and and CDs and video, you know. Storage media, uh, hard drives that I have just full of crap. You know, or David Thomas and Perubu and this person and that person. There's plenty to go yet. Don't worry.
0: Well, speaking of that, Joseph Hulk asks if there's any uh, footage of Perubu prior to 1980. And I haven't found any yet, but we are, as we're in this for the long term now, we are thinking about what um, we could push the boundaries on my There's a
2: box full of those tapes at Johnny's house that somebody was supposed to transcribe and they never did and we finally retrieved the box but there's a I don't know what's happened to it I. it's just more, more stuff at Johnny's house and if you've ever been to Johnny's house you know
0: how how lost that can be. You go in, but you may never come out. You go in, that's right. <laughs> um but we do have a lot of taped gigs and maybe if anybody's interested in a in a higher tier, um, we'd be happy to get some of those. Kirsty's
2: pushing this notion of a higher tier.
0: An eek I'm an Ubu Geek. Uh, which David winces at every time I say, but maybe I don't know Ubu Scholar or Ubu Egghead or something like that, so Ubu that you get Egghead, you get the real inside track. Um, Ian says that's as happy as he gets in Arbroath. So Arbroath. Where's so, he from? Arbroath. Is that where he's from? Yeah, Scotland. Oh, I don't
2: know. Okay.
0: Well, it's where he is.
2: Where but, is Arbroath?
0: Scotland.
2: Is that where Jackie Levin is from? <laughs> yes. Is
0: it? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
2: Jackie Levin is one of the great, great performers of our time. One of the truly, truly great men of our time. And unfortunately, he's passed away but um, at an untimely age. But um, if, if you ever see a Jackie Levin record, just buy it. And if you don't like it, uh, I'll buy it from you. Cheap.
0: On those very early days, that was one of the first CDs you played me. Your what? Jackie opinion.
2: leaving? Oh, I used to oh, have I always play. to some
0: music, I and then we are just, <laughs> okay, we're not dancing. All
2: right, what are we doing now? We're
0: doing the winner of last month's lyric lotto. No. Oh. <laughs>
2: Lee Walkner, you won again. I I don't know. We're getting tired of him winning.
0: And no more dissing the bingo ball, David. It's here to stay. What am I supposed to do? We've got some fabulous lyrics. I must tell you, ball number six, you're not allowed to pull out because he's left Patreon, which is devastating. Oh, well, here's the the, uh, lyric lotto.
2: I paid £10 for
1: this. (laughs) He
0: can't use it properly. Let's see what we've got. We've got number 15, who is Matthias Prado and his is hold me close i feel the time running out these are miserable postcards (laughs) but there you go has anybody
2: actually been sent because i know they keep accumulating in my hallway there's boxes of these things all i can tell is that all these postcards end up in a box in my hallway
0: Oh geez. If you want your postcards, send me a stamped addressed envelope, or just order something from ubutee. We got we got some pretty cheap stuff on there, and I'll send your postcards free to you. But there you go, Matias Prado, who I presume is. What Italian. is your
2: plan That's for those point postcards? Point. Since um, they've l- been
0: going out with parcels. Have they been going yeah. out?
2: Well, what if somebody never orders anything?
0: Well, then they'll have to send me a stamped addressed envelope.
2: You never said that.
0: They'll become they'll become unique little items for people to send. Well, their how ones. long am
2: I going to have those damn postcards in my hallway?
0: Forever. So, Matthias, well done. Um, I can't
2: even move in this house without you know running up against some box of merchandise or records or postcards, T-shirts. There's more T-shirts laying around.
0: Yes, we've still got some bundle packs, um, so please do order a bundle pack. Yeah,
2: help me get this stuff out of my flat.
0: Yeah, save David, especially as we start moving around all the rooms. Let me see what's just come in. Peter Sage says, Great to hear Jackie Leaven on your radio segment last week. Such an intense and emotive presence on stage. I was fortunate enough to be in London for Disastodrome in 1998. So saw Jackie solo and with Pale Orchestra.
2: Right. Well, Jackie and I also had a thing we called Ubu Doll, where we would, we would do a show together, and I'd do some of his songs, and he'd do some of my songs, and we'd do songs together. It was really one of the highlights of, of whatever I've done. Um, and it was such a pleasure, such, such a, pleasure. I, I just, I love those nights, because I could just sit there and watch him, you know, watch him do his thing.
0: Um, Jackie Levin is from, and if you've
2: never heard his his monologues, uh, there are things to wonder at, marvel at, and if you've never heard, and I'm going to have to do, if you've never heard bleep, The budgie then that's something that you really really need to find somewhere i can't tell you what the bleep is but uh it's it's jackie
0: um ian says that jackie leaven was from kirk coldie in fife which is about 40 miles north on the east coast of scotland so you don't need to uh, answer okay. that. Okay, I feel like I've been been—I've had a little tour of Scotland. <laughs> and David I'm going to have to work on
2: my, oh my Scottish accent. Here, you want to hear my Scottish <laughs> accent? <laughs> oh, <please>. I'd like <laughs> to buy a cup of tea, please. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: David Ackley says we'll post the postcards out. Unfortunately, the post office prices are so sky high now that it would cost us a huge amount of money. So we were hoping that we could distribute them. And we have all your names, so... Even if you don't order something for a year, you'll get all the postcards. And we're going to introduce some, some badges as well.
2: The thing is, we came up with this whole postcard thing. And then the post office, particularly in America, just, I don't know, they this, the, this postal price has skyrocketed overnight. And, and, you know, I don't know, it's like cost $10 or I don't know what it and is. And it takes
0: but. forever, I think a, a month. Uh, Passed between a parcel leaving here and reaching America. So it's a. Bit oh, yeah, depressing. it takes
2: a month. And it you know, we sent out some, I don't know, something to Lee Walkner, uh, the bundle pack or something. And how long did it take? A, to, month. a month. A month. A month.
0: It was okay. actually my poetry books because it was his birthday and I thought he'd, he'd probably got everything. So I sent him something that was about me.
2: <laughs> well, that's the other thing I don't like about this situation because Kirstie starts feeling guilty about not sending this stuff out and she dumps a bunch of free stuff in there.
0: And I'm going, what the, what, what the hell? Oh, well, we just like to give the love out. Anyway, let's move on and, and talk about Chuck Stadler and your oh, right. your, your relationship with Jim Jones, because you and he got on really, really well, and he's not sadly not with us anymore.
2: No, no. No, uh, Jim was one of the great great guitar players in Ubu. Sadly, always underestimated... Uh, uh, number one, he would keep his tuning a, a deathly secret. He wouldn't, he wouldn't tell anybody what his guitar was tuned to. Mainly it was just because it was open tuning, which is, you know. Um, but, um, you know, he was a master composer of vocals. He, he, you know, he would, you know, I'd say, how many tracks do you need? And he says, oh, give me eight. Eight? To do a backing vocal? And I said, yeah, I need eight tracks. And so we'd run through the eight tracks, and he'd have—he would already have had this entire, entire uh, layers of things all ready to go in harmonies, and on and on and on. And it just—it was just a marvel. And so, anyway, some years ago, and during one of these Fontana album releases, we went out as a duo to play at radio stations and this thing and that thing to promote the album. and That was how, that was the origin of something we called Petit Ubu. And um, this is something that Chuck Chuck, uh, Statler recorded because he was trying to sell this notion as some sort of vaudeville program or something. I'm not quite sure what the description he used of it is. So you'll see that stuff at the beginning and the end of this. You ready to play it? Oh, I got to look at the number. It is. Uh, what are we playing? Oh, they were playing <gasps> that thing. Okay. Any requests? Yes, that you refrain from
1: strangling that device and bring forth romantic music to stir the heart and shake the shire.
0: Then stir and shake we will. With the surging bellows and velvet vocals of Peru Bouzon,
3: David Thomas. His lush accordion stylings create a bed of beautiful music for his composition of The Busman's Honeymoon. <laughs>
1: Let go, go on.
0: me with your best folly, fool. All right. All right. That was wonderful. And David Hirsch agrees. What a gem this is. Lee has corrected me. It was two months for his parcel to get there. Not one, but two. Two months. Two months. Two months. So, yeah, it's pretty appalling at the moment, but... We are keeping all these postcards for you. I don't know how. Yeah, I know.
2: They're in my hallway.
0: How how do I design this latest one? That's going to be hard, but I will do it. And um, yes, we're sort of at the end.
2: Oh, good.
0: Okay. Do we have any more questions? We have uh, five
2: minutes to fill here.
0: Well, I want someone to to do me another lyric library, please, and, and maybe do some videos. You know, this is the perfect time to do me some ubu videos and send them along so that i don't have to work so hard that would be lovely but we do have some live performances and some archive of interviews that we'll be playing on the next show with our special guests
2: Uh, yeah what a special guests Guests. you know yeah Yeah. there's um we 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 will have have special have special guests all right I don't care. I mean, you know, what the hell? What the hell? I'm just waiting to get my studio underground club set up in the living room. So one more blow against the middleman. Okay.
0: Yeah, well, apologies to any middlemen that are in our audience, because I'm sure you all do a sterling job, but... Yeah, we we
2: love you, middleman. We just don't want you in our life.
0: Well, we've tried. Nobody wanted to know us two months ago, so we went it alone, and we're winning. Hopefully, we're winning. Well, this is the thing.
2: You know, two, three, four months ago, when this was all going, had coming down, Kirsty kept on saying to people, to would would approach people, and. Mm-hmm. You would basically describe doing these shows that everybody is doing now.
0: How hard is it just to put a couple of cameras in the lofts of, of the venues? And
2: nobody would give, you know, everybody sneered and said, oh, blah, 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 blah. Three
0: venues in Brighton have closed down. And I mean, it's, you know, it's it's tragic. And we just need people to think outside the box and stop relying on other people. They can do it for themselves.
2: You know, I'm getting kind of tired of saying you can do it for yourselves, but um this was sort of the whole thing of the 70s, you know. You don't really need the record company. You can if you want a record, you can make it happen yourself. But um
0: Well, I mean, Patreon takes in total with charges and all that sort of thing about 20% of what we earn, but everybody's saying use Twitch, use Twitch. Twitch take 50% of the money that the audience pay 50 percent who's that twitch the tv platform that Uh, everybody's saying to go on Uh, so we're we're not paying somebody 50
2: damn percent
0: we're going to go on vimeo because they have the best presentation for you we need a few more subscribers before we can do that so tell your friends and then we should be able to just push this boundary a little bit further and open it up for concert appearances, hopefully. Mm. And we're not going to drop it if this lockdown suddenly lifts. From now on, Peribu will only do world live-streamed gigs, because well, we that don't, is the we future. can't say from now no, on into the far
2: a, distant future. I don't but
0: see why not. It doesn't make sense not to.
2: Well, because I like to have shows. but um, well, yeah, we
0: still have an audience, but then we let the rest of the world watch it too. Well,
2: that's fine. But the audience consists of what 20 people? Uh...
0: If lockdown lifts, we'll go back to the way gigs were, but with live streaming.
2: Right? Okay, well, whatever. I mean, you know, basically, it's just all, you know, it's all speculation at this point, because even the, we had this entire scenario worked out for the next stage of things. And then Three days ago, the government changes all the rules again.
0: Well, Keith and Dids, of course, are. Um, Dids is a lecturer at um, Goldsmiths University, and Keith teaches American students uh, that come over here to learn. And of course, they're face to face with what is being called now the biggest risk in the pandemic, which is young yeah. people. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Why don't you sing them good night, and then we will have the wonderful. Mudslide Steve and Junkyard Jack serenade us as we zig into the outro.
2: Okay, and um, um, see see you next time.